I'm Sadia Tariq and you're listening to Dhani, the podcast. So happy to have Gulsum Umar back on the podcast. Today she's talking about how to deal with praise and criticism in the light of Quranic and religious teachings. She talks about ego management, clarity, awareness, self-reflection and using both these as tools for improvement and to get closer to God. Assalamu alaikum kulsum and before you say anything can I please tell you how absolutely happy I am to have you back with us on this show. Assalamu alaikum and I'm absolutely thrilled to be back. It was such an interesting experience, something very new for me and um, very exciting. So yeah, I'm very, very happy to be back and thank you for having me back. Uh, pleasure all mine and of all the listeners. Um, so today's topic is um, something very different, something very unique, uh, whereby um, you will tell us how do we manage criticism, um, and appreciation slash praise. Mm, absolutely. Not just in the manage, light but... of our religion and in the light of our scripture. Mm, How to handle praise and criticism. Because mm. actually, particularly in our age of social media, this is very, very relevant for us. Very relevant. More than in other times when, like for example, at the time of the Prophet wasallam, you could basically praise or criticize somebody to their face, right? Or you would hear from somebody else, but it was a very one-on-one personal thing. But right now, we are living in an age where praise and criticism both are just bombarded 24-7 with everything. And we kind of almost live for that praise and Mm. we almost want to do things to avoid that criticism. Constantly, mm-hmm. because we are totally connected. Like, for example, I'm sure when Dhani podcast is put out, right? So whoever is the speaker, and particularly you, I'm sure you look for the comments, right? It's a very natural True. thing, isn't it? You know, you're putting True. in an effort, doing something, and you want to know what the, because at the end of the day, what is praise and what is criticism? It's feedback, isn't it? Correct. So you want that feedback, and we sometimes just live for it, to the extent that it is totally unhealthy. It's totally unhealthy. And that is the reason it's such an interesting and important topic to talk about, really. Yeah. Mm. Somebody said, uh, before we we jump into uh, the thing, uh, I just recently read somewhere, and I've completely forgotten who said it. My memory is not very good. I didn't write it down, so I don't remember who said this. But the person said, the trouble with most of us is that we'd rather be ruined by praise than saved by criticism. I thought that was very cool. I mean, like, you know, really, look, think about it. We live for those likes. We live for those, you know, thumbs up and well done and you go girl and you know, whatever it is. That, I mean, seriously, it's ridiculous. Look at all of the, like, high fives and, you know, like, uh, whatever, or even the emojis that we have for praise. How mm. many are there? I don't even know. And we are constantly looking for that, like, you know, thumbs up and all. And how many did you get? And how many followers on Insta? And, you know, uh, and people are really pushing the envelope in terms of trying to get as many likes as possible. 
to the extent that they are starting to live unreal lives actually so true in pursuit and, of that life yeah. And I just stepping back a little, I'm just going back to what you said mm. initially that, you know, you make an effort to do something and it could be just anything really mm. uh, professionally mm. or mm. at home. So and then if mm. one is expecting uh, some sort of a feedback, then the mm. whole purpose is lost, right? Then you mm. forget why you are making an effort and you're just banking on on the positives and the negatives. And that entire purpose from which you actually started off, that's lost. Very, very true. And then that is the reason that this topic is important to analyze because we need to see why is it that we do what we do? Is it only for mm. other people? Mm. Is it only for mm. that like? Is it you? So when you're inviting people over for dinner, or even if you're cooking something special, right? And a lot of times, uh, wives get completely devastated. If someone doesn't say anything, the kids don't say anything, the husband doesn't say anything, or whoever else is in the home, you've baked that cake or or whatever. You know that new recipe that you've tried out, and everybody just eats it, and that's that. Nobody says anything, mm. good or bad. And you're like, what? You know. Because, like, why did you do it, right? So, yeah, mm. let's talk about that. And the sunnah mm. of Rasulullah is that before we begin talking about anything, we should praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and begin with a little dua. So, let's do that, right? Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. As-salatu wa salamu ala rasulihi al-kareem wa ala alihi wa ashabihi al-ajma'een. Amma ba'ad, fa'a'udhu billahi minash shaytani rajeem. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Rabbi shrahli shadri. ويسر لي أمري وحل الأقطة من لساني يفقه قولي آمين يا رب العالمين يا غفور الرحيم يا رحم الرحيمين يا ذا الجلال والإكرام. so actually it is the nature of human beings isn't it to praise what we see in other people or um, you know it is I mean we generally good people nice people we are taught should you know say you're looking nice this is good You've done good, whatever. It's it's not a bad mm. thing actually, right? Mm. But what our deen tells us, what Rasulullah told us is something terribly profound. Once it is said that he heard وسلم, a person praising somebody else and uh, praising highly, highly praising somebody. And he responded وسلم, by saying that may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have mercy on you. You have cut the neck of your friend. And this is reported in Bukhari, right? And oh. what does that mean? You know, and there's one scholar who said that his teacher used to say that praise is poison because how it can ruin a good intention into a corrupt one. So what Rasulullah meant was that don't praise somebody so much that their ego kicks in, that they start thinking too much of themselves, they become arrogant, and that happens, doesn't it? That happens. Mm. Somebody praises you, start thinking too much of yourself. and then. Mm. When you're near or your intentions become doing whatever it is that you're doing for the sake of that praise or to avoid that criticism, you don't know. So praising mm -hmm. too much in our deen is not something which is highly liked because of how the nafs comes into play, right? The nafs comes right. into play. Oh, I'm such so cool. I'm so cool. Yeah. A lot of times if we see our scholars and uh, uh, even the prophets, uh, that they would avoid praise. They wouldn't want to associate themselves with what they had done. They would hide this good stuff that they did. Why? Mm -hmm. Because of the fear 
that my nafs is going to make me feel that okay oh my god you are so cool and that is not something that is like and how they did that was that they would glorify allah subhanahu wa taala whatever they did right they kind of reflected it back on god you know he has given me the ability this is very beautiful phrase in adheen when we say masha allah if allah wills right la quwata illa billah i do not have any power or quwa except for what god has given me hmm right so whenever somebody praises you what should you be doing you should not start thinking that this is all me because then your ego is going to kick in hai na and a lot of times the funny thing is that people when they sometimes people praise another person's physical appearance ye bahut hota hai like even on social media lot of likes on how you look like although hmm. how you look like basically is like you know how you've been created ठीक है सो व्हेन यू आर प्रेजिंग समथिंग फिजिकल यू आर एक्चुअली प्रेजिंग गॉड राइट अब ये दूसरी बात है दैट लाइक यू नो इफ समबडी हैज चेंज द लुक ऑफ द क्रिएशन और व्हाटएवर वी वोंट गेट इनटू दैट वी टॉक अबाउट दैट इन अनदर पॉडकास्ट सो अ लॉट ऑफ टाइम्स पीपल से फॉर एग्जांपल इफ समबडी सेज ओ यू हैव गॉट ब्यूटीफुल आईज फॉर एग्जांपल सो व्हाट इज दैट गॉट टू डू विद यू एंड मोस्ट ऑफ द टाइम वी गेट वेरी हैप्पी एंड वी से वेरी डिमियोरली थैंक यू राइट Okay, this is just a very small example, right? Um, sure, sure, I'm with you. One, one beautiful, beautiful du'a because you know it really you have to keep your nafs or your ego in check constantly. Otherwise, it just flies away truly. It just flies away and goes to levels which are ridiculously crazy. And praising and expecting praise, ah. Uh, constantly about everything that you do is so self absorbed also isn't it because you're constantly just thinking about yourself mm. oh i did this so i need to be praised with about that and mm. particularly uh, people of you know like the yes men a lot of uh, kings and all of the past used to have like for example say firon that everything they did like you know even if they took a step they were like oh great sire you're like god's gift to mankind mm. so mm-hmm. we have actually become like that little children are like that little kids are like that and we make them like that acha wo aunty ko abc suna oh how cool the whole room is clapping right <laughs> so or you know he takes the first step or says the first word and everybody is going completely gaga over the baby right i'm not saying that one shouldn't do that but this is where it begins and then we almost instill this in little kids and it's been instilled into us that everything you do which is even slightly positive should be praised that is what we are learning by default mm. right we are learning and learning and, le- and then whatever little thing we do then we go into school so uh everybody like you know even little kindergarten children every time they are getting these golden stars constantly you know you mm. write an a ulta even and you are getting a golden star and then you are getting two golden stars right so we don't know where to stop praising from a very young age we don't teach children that there are winners and there are losers and it's okay that you can't run as fast as the other one it's perfectly fine that doesn't mean that you are a horrible person that doesn't mean that you should have low self esteem because of that right and mm. if you look at it from one angle it may be sort of a bad thing that everybody is a winner alhamdulillah no issue at all right but have you noticed that in schools and primary schools and all they have sports days where they don't have like one winner they say that everybody is going to get a get a thing but what are we teaching the kids that it's constant praise right 
it's constant mm-hmm. that you know you are just too cool you are just very good it doesn't matter if you came last but you are still very good mm-hmm. so they are going to and then that is not the real world is it in the real no. world they are going to get a lot of knocks and they must learn how to deal with criticism because praise and criticism go hand in hand they literally go hand in hand but i have just a small thing here to say here that mm. um, so how do you distinguish uh, between praise and encouragement because in the school environment right. for instance a lot of teachers can for, for, for mm. some of the listeners might just some be teachers and they might just say that mm. but you know we encourage the child because they need that encouragement for motivation and sometimes you know even in a house environment if the wife is just going bonkers cooking food and she doesn't get a pat on the back she gets she she gets demotivated mm. so that's a very very good question that is a very good question and the answer for that is in the sunnah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam because rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam always encouraged people around him whether it was his own family whether it was his sahaba he would always put in a little encouraging word but he never over stepped into like you know really praising to the extent that you know the ego kicked in type of situation he never did that i get it always, uh, so he's not really glamorizing the situation yes there has to be a fine line between encouraging and praising too much mm. and making the person almost needy for praise because that's what they've mm. learned so that wife mm. who's slogging over in the kitchen and the children and the husband or whoever else is in the house is not saying anything why is she doing that why is she cons- because you see if you're constantly encouragement would be yeah alhamdulillah if somebody says good stuff like okay that's fine but what if somebody doesn't right everybody is tired and nobody is going to say anything is her worth only in that praise because when we get used to that then we think that we are not worthy or what we have done is not worth it if somebody has not praised us praised us for it mm-hmm. if we mm-hmm. haven't got the due praise for it Mm. and the, and and the reason that faith in god fixes all this is because a believer tries their utmost best to do whatever it is that they're doing whether it is cleaning the house whether it is cooking whether it is washing dishes whether it is going out to work to earn a living whether it is recording a podcast whether it is teaching children whatever it is that they do whatever mm. it is that they do they do only for the sake of allah mm. if that is the intention deep inside their heart then what people think good or bad doesn't really matter mm. it it really doesn't matter and to come to that point is a very difficult thing that is something which one needs to practice constantly one needs to practice constantly it is a beautiful supplication haboliye you asked the question first nay so it I, wasn't I a question it was just a reflection something i read a few days ago and it deeply deeply resonated with me because um, this gentleman is is talking and he says that aaj mujhe kisi ne kaha ke mere liye dua karna aur mujhe us waqt andaaza hua ke allah ne mere kitne aib chupa ke rakhe hue hain Mm. and you know immediately the thought process is so automatic that it immediately goes on the fact that if someone has considered you worthy of 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 asking you to pray for them it's all because of allah mm. because allah has mm. esteemed mm. you in their eyes so much mm. 
it's nothing to you do know, with our sahaba, actions yes it doesn't have anything to do with us and that is one thing that the sahaba have taught us this is this beautiful dua which is not the dua of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam but some say that it is a dua of abu bakr radhiyallahu anhu and some say it is a dua of ali radhiyallahu ta'ala anhu and of course they were very close to the prophet and they are very high in rank in terms of uh, being uh, servants of god it's such a beautiful dua what they used to say was allahumma ja'alni khayran mimma yazunnun wahfirli mala ya'lamun wala tu'akhirni bima yaqulun what this means is oh allah oh allah make me better than what they think of me and forgive me for what they do not know about me and do not take me to account for what they say about me and i feel it's so beautiful because you're not taking the credit for whatever you've been praised for uh, yourself but you are giving the credit to god right bilkul so this can really keep our heads and our hearts straight if we are praised and inevitably alhamdulillah if you are accomplished if you are doing stuff there will be people who will praise you and there will be people who will criticize you right everybody will not praise you and everybody will not criticize you right you can't be popular with everyone right like somebody mm-hmm. said even god isn't popular with everyone so it's not possible <laughs> that you you are going to be winning a popularity contest or being praised constantly and when mm-hmm. a believer is praised they know that this is actually a trial this is actually a situation where i need to learn how to handle this and be prepared to handle it so that it doesn't mess my head up and it doesn't make me feel like you know i'm somebody or some some being put up on a pedestal that can be a dangerous thing right mm-hmm. um, i began talking about how there used to be people and there still are who have yes men around them but everybody is constantly praising them that's that is something which is dangerous actually it's it it's not good sometimes you look at celebrities and they come it becomes time, more of a curse than blessing it does right? because and it's constantly punishing your ego bilkul and when you don't have that then you become an absolute nervous wreck devastated zero productivity you don't want to do anything because you're not being mm-hmm. praised for it right and when you just mm-hmm. put it out there for the sake of god then wonderful right somebody said something mm-hmm. very cool they said you can do great things in life if you don't care who gets the credit for it and that is the sunnah all of the point. prophets yeah and that is the mm. sunnah of all the prophets right when noah alay salam started building that ship it wasn't even raining i mean you know it wasn't even raining and people used to make fun of him what are you doing are you completely daft i mean what's going on over here right you mm. do stuff for the sake of praise then you can barely do anything na and then you also mm. change yourself around you want to say just the right things you have to be politically correct all the time you have you know there's a whole shebang that comes along with wanting that praise constantly you know mm. so mm. we need to learn how to deal with this and deal with it learning from rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam from the sahaba and from the prophets that is the best way of moving forward with a very productive and a very beneficial life not only for yourself but for others taking that praise into stride ठीक है तारीफ करें तो करें इट्स ओके बट आई एम नॉट दैट ग्रेट गॉड नोज माय वीकनेसेस गॉड नोज व्हाट आई एम लाइक रियली ट्रूली इन द कोर है ना सो देन दैट एरोगेंस डजंट कम इन बिकॉज़ एरोगेंस इज वेरी वेरी डेंजरस एंड दैट शोइंग ऑफ थिंग व्हिच इन द इस्लामिक टर्मिनोलॉजी इज कॉल्ड रिया रिया इज अ सीरियस स्पिरिचुअल डिजीज व्हिच इज शोइंग ऑफ एंड बिकॉज़ ऑफ दैट because when you want praise all the time then you do things to show off and like i said we are living in an age of social media 
where so many people, young and old, and it's not just young people, by the way, it's young and old, all different ages are actually living virtual lives. And it's all about showing off. It's all about getting the praise, right? Constantly. Mm. Whether, you know, somebody said that, is your life as glamorous as it comes across on social media? Or is it that cool? Who knows, right? A lot of times we know that there are many, many celebrities we get to hear about who have devastatingly awful lives, very sad, very insecure, and they come across as completely something different on stage or on a social platform or in the movies or, I don't know, on that, or what, whichever platform that they choose for themselves, right? And they get devastated when that praise is not there and celebrity, beauty, your optimum uh, uh, kind of functioning as a human being, it all comes to an end. It all kind of recedes with time, with age, with waning of energy, etc., etc. And if you've been living for praise, then say it's you cross 40, then what do you do, right? And then we start taking desperate measures to keep that celebrity alive, to keep that same energy up, to keep looking the same way that we did when we were 20 years old, right? All of these things mm -hmm. follow this life when we don't know how to handle praise and when we don't know how to handle criticism, right? So mm -hmm. accepting criticism with a smile is also something which should be uh, 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 inherent in us, which is something which we can learn to do, right? And there are many, many times when we, again, when we are doing stuff for people, then if somebody criticizes us, mm -hmm. then Negative assumption, negativity, that all comes in, why me? Why is she saying this about me? Why did he say that, right? And we mm -hmm. just become totally nervous wrecks and we don't know how to deal with that. So say 50 people actually like you, right? And two people are criticizing you and you yet, because you're such so people oriented, that, that, that those two people not liking you is going to just be the death of you, you know? It's going to say, no, 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 no. I need to be popular with everyone. That's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. So learn how no. to deal with criticism as well, yeah? Learn how to deal with criticism. I just have a, a little question here because sometimes mm -hmm. the criticism is so harsh and so aggressive mm -hmm. that it scars mm -hmm. you for life. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. And it's what damaging to, to the self to the self-esteem and there has to be a certain self-esteem to keep you kind of sane. I'm not saying that you have to be so highly egoistic that you're just kind of rising up and you're kind of flying high, but to maintain your own sanity, there has to be a certain self-esteem. And when the scarring is so deep, you just feel mm. that you're good for nothing. So what do you do in that case? Because, I mean, we've all heard criticism and we've all heard, heard mild criticism, uh, you know, across mm. the spectrum, really. It's been mm. mean and harsh mm. words as well. And then there have been some mild criticism as well, which sometimes people say that, oh, but that's just like a kind of a productive uh, uh, mm. feedback. <laughs> so, so, so what do you do? How do you turn okay, it around you for your... Uh, for your benefit right okay this is uh, uh, an example from the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam's life when he had he faced extreme rejection extreme I mean, the rejection that we you and i have probably never faced uh, you know that he was pro you know he was prosecuted like big time in makkah by the Quraysh, mm -hmm. right and mm -hmm. then when things were at the lowest point in makkah he thought okay let me go to this other place which was near makkah which is called taif 
he said let me go to taif and try to muster some help and some uh, uh see if i can make some kind of contact and communication with people there and that they might help me out a little bit in this situation because the fledgling muslim community was really at their wits end by that time right mm-hmm. acha he goes there with great hopes that maybe i'll find some support over there and then he gets thrown out in a way which was so humiliating for a human being now imagine this is a very uh, sensitive person rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was very sensitive he was uh, uh, he, he had that those serious human values of being that respect that self respect that he had right so what do the elders of taif do the the community leaders not only do they reject him call him a liar call him fake etc but they ask little boys and street urchins to throw stones at him and literally throw him out of the community that is how he was actually thrown out that he was bleeding and he was totally rejected huh mm-hmm. if you want criticism you you don't get more than that right and then what mm-hmm. does he do in a situation like this he sat down on his way back to makkah first he rested in a little uh, garden where he was given us some water and some uh, grapes to eat and then he sits down and he says he makes this beautiful dua which is a very famous dua actually and which is called the dua mudaffifin those people who are really low and down and out and don't know what to do because they have been persecuted a lot which is which you can call a severe form of criticism very damaging like you were saying na if somebody criticizes you so much that it damages you emotionally then then what do you do he sat down sallallahu alaihi wasallam and he made this very long dua to allah subhanahu wa taala and he but what he said was oh allah if you are not angry with me then i do not care what you do with me because he understood that the situation that he is going through is from god actually yeah as a test mm-hmm. and he did not and at that point um allah subhanahu wa taala sent down angels and said that if you want we can crush this whole community between two mountains because they've been so awful to you and you know what he said he said no you never know maybe in future or maybe not in my lifetime but maybe in future there will be somebody who will be on guidance from this community that is rahmatullahi mm-hmm. alamin right mm-hmm. this is how you deal with criticism which is you feel really that crushing that is going to break you up and it's going to really tear your insides apart and yes there are people who are actually no, don't just criticize but they are mean and nasty and those people can be in your family those people could be your in-laws those people could could be your so called friends right sometimes some people actually don't know how to criticize they say something so awful that it really breaks you down you should always look at the prophetic example over here that how did he deal with that kind of crazy irrational uh uh well if you wanted to call it criticism yeah how did he deal with that he dealt with it by clinging on to god harder that is how he dealt with it right wow. that yeah. rejection that rejection and also try to remember the last time you got upset at someone and said something that you know that was very exaggerated right did that make you feel totally worthless right and if it did go through the motions of what was said and why did it make you feel so worthless because if you are giving that remote control of your self worth to another human being then they can mess up with you whichever way they want put you up on a pedestal mm-hmm. by praising you too much or just bring you crashing down by criticizing you in a very brutal and harsh manner and this mm-hmm. is something which we need to practice it won't come 
naturally it won't come so what psychologists actually tell us is that you need to listen to your internal voice write down the thoughts as you hear them in your head are you using negative language and then categorize which cognitive distortion each thought is under and you will start seeing certain patterns right say constructive statements out aloud about yourself if you have been so hurt by somebody who has criticized you very harshly right and then also question your past if you have internalized a negative event in your life focus on the event ask yourself are you generally a good person do people usually like you does it really matter what a handful of people think or thought about you maybe that will help you get out of this pit of feeling so awful because of somebody else's comment right somebody else's comment is out there it's like that arrow you need to have your defenses up at that time right and learn your lesson if there are people in your life who do not like you right think about it that number one why are they in your life so there are certain people you can't get rid of you really can't get rid of certain people right whether it's your own spouse whether no, well uh, i don't know whether say like relationships that you really can't so if you're married right you've chosen to be with somebody their relatives you can't really just get rid of them right close relatives your own relatives there are certain people who are just there in your life to be like a test really truly how do you deflect that negativity or that toxic vibes coming from them in terms of criticism first understand and analyze that criticism is there any truth in it and sometimes there is truth in it by the way and we react very very badly okay mm. and what they do is sometimes toxic people what they do is that they find a little weakness in you which you truly have which is true you have that weakness right say for example uh, i don't know you get angry very easily for example you should know that yes i do that i do flare up mm. very very easily a mood off ho jata hai you know and i show that flaring up ke mood off karke baithe hain and then they are going to really bash you up very badly very in a cruel manner because of that one negative trait that you have so then mm. i need to learn how to deal with that a okay let me come to that point that i cool down my anger let it not show on my face you know you do what you can and the rest forget about it we really need to come to that point that we should not really be bothered too much about what people say Hmm. we really shouldn't be that doesn't mean that you are egoistic that doesn't mean that you're never going to accept that you're wrong criticism can actually be a great source of inspiration if you take it as that and brutal criticism hmm. can also be very constructive because you hmm. can totally sift through you get to that point where you are living with brutal criticism like for example in our culture unfortunately we have this awful thing about in laws situation where mother in laws or daughter in laws don't get along and they're like you know having these crazy uh, very cruel matches with each other about you know subtle and not so subtle sometimes etc uh, uh, criticizing and you know just commenting etc etc how do you deal with that there are many many people who just completely get their entire lives are consumed by that mm-hmm. consumed by that we have to have an emotional disconnect Uh, Emerson said something very interesting. He said, "Let me never fall into the vulgar mis- mistake of dreaming that I am persecuted whenever I am contradicted." So, first of all, we mm. need to sift through what is being said. We need to sift mm. through what in what is being said, with what emotion and which what kind of way it is being said. We need to learn how to sift through that. Look at what is actually true 
and try to change yourself or benefit from that true criticism right and then let yeah. go of all the negativity that was with it that is the only way yeah. of dealing with hard really harsh criticism and sometimes mm. criticism is not harsh but because we have an ego problem then we are unable to take it for example if a mother mm. says something to a child right in a manner which might sound as criticizing and yes it is criticism let's put it this way it is criticism right so how should that child take it or for example you and i are grown up adults with grown up children if my mom says something to me about whatever x y or z how should i take that as an adult right she's elderly i'm an adult should i just if i have an ego issue i'm going to be all upset and affront about it right why is she saying that my own mom why is she saying that she's saying that because she loves you she's saying that because she wants the best for you and that criticism can be really very very positive very very positive mm-hmm. rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said something very beautiful he said uh, whenever a believer has some somebody praising them their faith increases whenever a believer has somebody criticizing them their faith increases why because if he doesn't have pride if he doesn't have ego or he doesn't have a self esteem issue that it's over overly gloated then he's going to take that as what as a means of improving yourself right as a means sure. of improving yourself and uh, that is something that we really really need to do how to deal with criticism uh, and why do some people dislike us despite our be- best efforts to please them allah knows best why we don't know that why do we even mm. need to go down that road to keep analyzing everything about the other person and we yeah. need to be a little thick skinned you know we really do need to be a little thick skinned little yeah. bit let it go certain things you need to let go you don't have to be so desperate all the time sometimes we really need to let go what psychologists yeah, tell, tell us is that sometimes yeah some things you need to let go totally and this need for approval and control is something which what psychologists tell us is almost like an addiction this mm. makes them feel important and like they are contributing to somebody else's life right and then what you learn is that focusing on the negative can also be due to our need for per- perfection or to be in control i want to be in control but i can't be in control of other people na and the way they think whether they are my friends no. whether they are my in-laws whether they are co-workers whether and especially not complete strangers for god's sake like sometimes we get so upset about harsh criticism from complete strangers on social media we oh, yeah. really get upset oh, yeah. about it and sometimes we think that okay i'm just thinking about that one comment somebody did on my post i don't even know that person mm. why am i getting mm. so upset about it what is it why yeah. is it bothering me so much and of all the positive we just pick on the negative and that keeps eating us eating us eating us like for example maybe in your family you have that one person who criticizes you very harshly everybody else is cool mm. with you maybe they are praising mm. you as well alhamdulillah but we are always focusing on that negative comment acha usne ye kyun kaha why did she do that you know there are people who are just totally focused on their uh, mother in laws completely just the other day i was sitting with somebody and i was thinking this is young girl she has been married for years right she hasn't been married very long she doesn't even live in pakistan for crying out loud she lives somewhere else she visits you know she was visiting right now all she talks about is her mother in law i'm not exaggerating all and why i was wondering that let it go woman 
you don't even live in her <laughs> you know what i'm saying she's mm. and that is something which has got nothing to do with the mother in law no matter how awful she is but i why are you allowing that other person to have so much control on your thoughts and your emotions mm. right and you want to have control it's 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 actually quite fascinating when you analyze it like that really that how easily we let ourselves go into another person's hands we put ourselves on a platter mm. and give it to the other person now do what you want with me and they can even do it you're when you're not even there right yeah it yeah. is actually and now when you've been when you've spoken at length it it does boil down to the fact that we let our own personal peace and comfort be destroyed mm-hmm. or disturbed by the other person's yeah. uh, praise or criticism but there's Absolutely. one thing that occurred to me just now was that sometimes we out of rage or out of uh, irritation or annoyance do end up criticizing someone um and later we realize that we uh, we've done something wrong uh we've overly uh, criticized someone and we've kind of damaged them and we've uh, uh, been harsh in our words what do we do then i mean we realize our mistake what you do is be crush your ego and say sorry seriously crush your ego at that time and say sorry even if for example we had very good intentions of saying something to a friend you know very close friend and another thing another concept in our deen is that a believer is a mirror uh, is a believer a believer is a mirror of another believer so in our deen you are not it is not like that you see a glaring fault in a friend of yours right or or and just keep shut about it out of politeness you're supposed to point it out but how you do it is the major thing mm. how you do it mm. without being damaging without being over critical etc right how do you do it mm. right you mm. do it a privately number one never in public never in public right mm. and b as softly as possible because that is the sunnah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was a prophet he was a teacher a trainer a guide right so don't you think he pointed out people's faults of course he did didn't the sahaba sure. point each other's faults out of course they did but how did they do it not in an emotionally scarring manner in a very matter of fact way and only point out the thing which is there that's it we tend to over yeah. just like we over exaggerate in our praise we over exaggerate in our criticism whether it's of our own children or of our own spouse we do that a lot sure. uh, women do that to their husbands husbands do that to their wives we all do that sometimes right so the better thing would be if you feel that you've done this say sorry i didn't mm. i wanted to point this thing out but i went overboard and i'm really sorry mm. i didn't mean it like that so i hope yeah so that mm. would be some damage control some mm. damage control mm. saying saying sorry will not make us uh you know a lower lower in rank or whatever and even if it's with your own child say sorry because you're teaching a very valuable lesson if you if you make a mistake say sorry it doesn't matter how old the person is older or younger and a lot of times we don't say sorry to our children unfortunately thinking no. that this going to you know my authority is going to be compromised or something no. so say true. sorry to the child so true yeah right and you know what happens with this getting so upset with criticism because one psychologist said it in a beautiful way they said that sometimes it is a desperate child inside us still wanting our parents and friends approval we always want people's approval right we are still sometimes remnants of a taunted former fat kid 
uh, or maybe the weird hijabi isolated in a teenage angst or the pimply little nerd who was never invited to any game sometimes all mm-hmm. these insecurities are within us and little bit of criticism triggers that off and we react very badly to it mm-hmm. so criticism is something which needs to be really analyzed within us and talk to somebody who's better at it there is no harm in talking to somebody who's better at it right ask yeah. them that, listen this yeah. is how i feel this is what it makes me feel like if somebody says anything to me and have that humility to realize that okay let me see what this person has said right let me see what this person has said is it truly something which is in me why is it that it is making me so upset why is it making me feel like a failure right i'm not a failure really i've got this perhaps i have this issue which i need to sort out and if somebody is not going to point out that issue then you're going to be living with it all your life right mm-hmm. and sometimes people take criticism so badly that others around them whether they are family members or co-workers or friends they don't say anything out of the fear that they're going to explode they're going to take it so badly or they're going to feel mm-hmm. like really prosecuted now oh my god look 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 what you've done halaki they're just saying one thing which if you take it positively it will improve you tremendously as a human being right so basically this feedback situation is something and who who doesn't need feedback we all need feedback don't we we all need mm-hmm. feedback the sahaba used to ask each other so what do you think about me is this okay right because mm-hmm. sometimes when you are so close to the picture you yourself can't see your own faults you can't just the same way that you can't see your strengths so both praise mm-hmm. and criticism can be amazing tools of self development if we take it as that and if we teach ourselves and people around us and particularly our children that this is how you're supposed to take it right see both as room for improvement and in fact rejoice when someone uh, points out your mistake for it was only meant for further room for improvement right that i can improve myself more so as, as somebody put it that criticism is an opportunity to examine yourself right and learn something yeah. new in the process yeah and as you're saying opportunity yes to improve ourselves but surely a path uh, to cling even closely to god absolutely because you see when you see praise is somehow more dangerous actually that is what those scholars have told us that is what rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam we started off with that right that praising too much can be very seriously problematic but criticism mm-hmm. is something that can actually take us very close to allah subhanahu wa taala it really can mm-hmm. because you are rejected by human beings and when you are rejected by human beings which other way do you have to go except to god so mm-hmm. that is a great opportunity to cling to allah subhanahu wa taala it really is right because that mm-hmm. you realize that he's there with me all the time right he's there with me constantly sure. so but yes if you have people around you who criticize you unnecessarily and it really we are human beings ha huh? really we, we are not robots and when somebody says something negative about us it will affect us at some level no matter how hard we try to deflect it so what uh, scholars tell us is that build a support system around you right people who are honest with you let them say honestly what your issue is right and focus on the amazing incredible positive people who encourage support and love you no matter what mm-hmm. so when they are going to be pointing out something about you then you will know that it is coming from a very deep down love and encouragement uh, space 
it's it's mm. it's that zone it's not negative at all so we all need to have a few people in our lives who are like that who are brutally honest but totally you know that what they're saying is truly out of love now that person could be a friend that person could be your family your spouse it could be anybody sometimes we don't find that kind of support in our family so it could be a friend who are very very honest and we should be that person now for somebody for other people praise mm-hmm. first criticize later that's also another thing mm-hmm. within our own children or for our own children and people around us always praise first because that's what rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam did praise first and criticize later right if you look at the quran allah subhanahu wa taala does that as well doesn't he allah subhanahu wa taala reprimands but allah subhanahu wa taala praises also and allah subhanahu wa taala mm-hmm. also does not praise too much in the quran because again that really gets to you so that balance mm-hmm. to find that balance and right now you and i are sitting and having a discussion easier said than done when you are in a situation you need to really fall back on okay what was the theory that we heard right how can i fall back on that what did rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam say about this so yeah, mm-hmm. yeah this is something that is something that we really need to learn right and remember that that may allah have mercy on you you have cut the neck of your friend you should not be overpraising whether it's a physical and particularly i don't understand why we praise people physically and with girls it's a serious issue i think we need mm. to i was going through a very serious uh, uh, compliment crisis <laughs> sometime back that uh, you know with girls they are always praised about their looks right mm. you i really want you to say this point while we were disconnected and you were telling me about the fact that you feel that some people when you praise somebody and put them up on a pedestal and then you realize that they also have very serious issues or problems or they make one mistake or they fall short of your expectations then it is actually very devastating for you rather than the one that you were praising right mm-hmm. because you realize that they they have frailties and they are human and they've got feet of clay and all of that yes that mm-hmm. is true so too much praise can have negativity both ways for the one who's praised and the one who's praising both what correct the right? same way as we discussed and, that you know criticism can be uh, uh damaging for the cri- criticizer and the critique that's very true and the criticizer really needs to look hard at what am i saying and how am i saying it because mm-hmm. some people get into this negative zone of criticizing everything there was somebody who i knew <laughs> this lady wonderful lady but she would always say ha khana bahut acha hai lekin namak thoda kam hai you know what i mean so absolutely so we need to be not that person right don't be that person who is looking for a negative or something to criticize in everything that's also not mm-hmm. nice right for mm-hmm. for no reason at all and that mm-hmm. is an issue that we have around us right so what we were to to wrap this whole thing up what we are trying to say over here is that criticism and praise are essential uh, tools for human development really correct seriously and if you if if when we praise and when we criticize we must learn how to do so and get the prophetic example for that and when we are praised and when we are criticized we need to learn how to handle it again from the prophetic example because rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam's example is the best because he dealt with everything in the most beautiful uh, possible manner and if we stick to that inshallah inshallah we will not get devastated by criticism and we will not get completely big headed by praise hopefully inshallah 
and when we ourselves are praising and criticizing we will also follow this example that how to go about it don't overdo it either ways mm-hmm. praise or criticism and when hopes that we learn and uh, live it really because when we face these situations and we actually have to live these situations that is when all of this theory hopefully inshallah will come in handy thank you thank you so much for such uh, a conscious and intuitive um, guidelines to um, to to situations that we face uh, in the daily life and we really don't know how to deal with them um, thank you so much bahut bahut shukriya thank you very much and inshallah looking forward to another interesting session with you and uh, i do hope that this has been beneficial for everybody سبحان ربك رب العزه عما يصفون والسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته وعليكم السلام اند خدا حافظ خدا حافظ